uh, bring fresh to your mind that determination. Determined to accomplish the welfare of all beings, you're going to meditate. Rehearse this in your mind until it becomes fiery, passionate. Let the very energy of it infuse your whole being so that you feel it even in your bones, in your flesh. Along with this determination there is the knowledge, the understanding of how important meditation is to accomplish this determination. So your body infused with this determination along with this natural understanding. Your body seeks what is conducive to meditation. Your breath seeks what is conducive to meditation. Your mind seeks what is conducive to meditation. Just have your mindfulness. Just observe the body. Let it seek that posture that it knows is conducive to meditation. A posture where there is both comfort and stability. Bring your attention to the legs and let, let, let the legs find that place where they are both comfortable and stable. Bring your attention to the hands and let the hands find a place where they are both comfortable and stable. Elbows, shoulders, the back. Find the natural straightness of the back. And once the back is in its proper place for meditation, you should feel immediately or sometime there a sense of confidence within the posture itself. As you start to feel a sense of ease descending on the body, head and neck, mouth, teeth, tongue, eyes, they are seeking the posture that is conducive to meditation. Just let them find that place and allow them to stay there. Continue to maintain your mindfulness, a background mindfulness, and the sense of ease that you're starting to feel. 
and holding everything together is your determination. Gently bring your attention to the breath. No need to force the mind to focus on the breath. No need to control the breath. Do not even concern yourself with what to do with distractions. As long as you are aware of the breath, knowing that you're breathing out as you are breathing out, knowing that you're breathing in as you are breathing in, you're doing exactly what you need to do. Continuing to observe the breath in this way, become aware of the continuity of your awareness following the breath. Out-breath, out-breath, keep watching, transforms to in-breath, in-breath, keep watching, and back again to out-breath. Become aware of the continuity of awareness following the breath. Make the intention to keep this continuity unbroken. Keep it unbroken while you follow 11 cycles of breath. So in the very background, holding on to your determination. In between is the mindfulness at ease based on the sense of ease and the very foreground watching the breath keeping the continuity of the breath of the mind unbroken as you follow the breath
state of your mind, the sense of ease, be aware of how you are aware of how the sense of ease is reflected in the breath, body and mind. And from within this very sense of ease, again, recall your determination, determined to accomplish the welfare of all beings. Keep rehearsing it until it becomes your very own determination. Stay aware of the state. Take a snapshot of the mind, the body, the breath, or just the overall state. deliberately bring your attention to the breath again as you breathe in as you breathe out know you're breathing in know you're breathing out with that awareness bring your attention to the top of your head the whole head and continue until you include your whole body If you're confused, don't worry. <laughs> well, it's something I've been bidding to do for quite some time. And I think uh, I'm going to start tonight. <coughs> uh, for a lot of us, I think we've been coming here for some years now. And I think I've been wanting to harness your meditative powers. <laughs> okay, I think we're going to use it tonight. I'm going to use your meditative powers and we're going to transform the world. Okay?
together in one concerted effort together all right all right before I do that <laughs> so uh, uh, there's just one thing I would like to say about uh, wisdom uh, in certain uh, traditions I've been hearing about how at the end of wisdom there is compassion and at the end of compassion there is wisdom and being a stickler for you know, department, departmentalizing things you know, no, sorry, at the end of wisdom is wisdom, at <laughs> the end of love is love I've sort of uh, hesitated to accept this especially it seems to come from another tradition <laughs> uh, and going through uh, the meditation with you and well I start to see what they mean a little bit and I myself uh, have to conclude oh yeah that's true but I think uh, probably because uh, I didn't quite understand how it fit how is it that at the end of wisdom you find love at the end of love you find wisdom because you have to think about uh, what about those spiritual beings who don't become bodhisattvas they have wisdom what about those ordinary beings who have extraordinary love they don't end up being bodhisattvas okay. but the thing is at the end if you take love all the way to its end you find wisdom if you take wisdom all the way to its end all the way no don't stop keep going <laughs> you will find love and if I don't explain it as I'm hearing it it sounds just some like mushy thing doesn't doesn't really sound like uh, wisdom it's like it almost sounds like a cop-out right but if you just look at what is it that tells you uh, what is it that what, when you look at a phenomena when you look at phenomena or a phenomena and you're trying to understand its true nature its, its ultimate mode of, of, of being and you cannot find in any instance with that phenomena or any phenomena where there isn't some sort of cooperation going on where other phenomena are uh, where other phenomena are you cannot find a place where other phenomena are not lending their, uh, their power, lending their assistance, lending their being for that any phenomena to be a phenomena. Right? Did I confuse you? Yeah. Yes? Okay. <laughs> Remember when we were uh, looking at the cup? So you have this seeming unit thing called cup a phenomena, a discrete phenomena that can be isolated from all phenomena. But and now we are trying to understand its true nature and when you really look at it you see that there is no cup there. Really. What's really there is a bunch of things that are not cups coming together so that cup can exist. Okay. So cup owes its existence to a bunch of things that are not cup. The material, the shape, 
you call you calling it cup, all these kinds of things. None of these things by themselves are cup. The material is in cup. The shape is in cup. Okay, all these things are not cup, but when they come together, we have cup. So there is this interdependence. That is the very nature of things. The very nature of things is interdependence. For any one thing to exist, all other phenomena must give. And for that one phenomena to continue to exist, it must give so that other phenomena can exist. And as soon as one phenomena breaks this rule of giving, then that phenomena starts to disturb things. Pain starts to be experienced. Okay. So when you, and, and this is looking at the wisdom, this is supposed to be a wisdom meditation. I'm looking at the nature of this thing. I'm supposed to come up with this incredibly profound intellectual uh, uh, conclusion that supposed, I'm supposed to now write a dissertation on. But instead, I come up with cooperation, interdependence. And what is that? And what, and what is interdependence? What is cooperation? And it's not like uh, the phenomena of uh, deciding. Okay, I'll may I'll lend you some, some uh, I'll I'll lend you some uh, some exi- some little bit of uh, power so you can exist. Or they can decide. Or I'll withdraw what I've given you, so, so, so you, and you will start to exist. Like, for any phenomena to exist, for anyone to exist, it depends on others. And then others, what are others? There are a bunch of phenomena that depend on others so that they can exist. So you cannot find an example where there is one phenomena that is completely isolated, that is completely independent. Now, here's where you, you, you what, what have I been describing? When I'm thinking about it, wait a minute, I think I was describing love. Isn't that, wasn't, wasn't I describing love? What, what, what is for, for, you could say, something wishes to be, and for that thing to be, other thing must give of themselves to it and then it exists. That's the only way for any one thing to exist. Others must give of themselves to it. That's love, isn't it? In order for a child to exist, in order for a child to continue to be, uh, parents must give it, must, must give of themselves for, so it can be. Trees must give, must give of themselves to you. The earth must give of itself to you. The universe gives of itself to you so that you can exist. So, at the end of finding out what is the true nature of things, you come up with a, this infinite sea of love. That is the true nature of things. The ultimate nature of things is love. What did I just say? It doesn't sound like something I would say. <laughs> And when you understand, if you just live with that principle, and that's why uh, now uh, you can sort of understand, like, why is it 
your motivation, if it is within the line of love, you cannot go wrong. If your motivation is truly love, then your actions, the results of your actions will definitely be a beneficial to you, it will be a beneficial to others, because you are in line with, 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 with the universe, with nature, with the true, na- true nature of things. And it is this very nature of interdependence, this very nature of interdependence. We cannot be if others are not participating in helping us to be. And since one way of defining love is to give, the sun is, is a big giver. It just gives of itself. And because the sun keeps giving of itself, then life can be. That's why in certain cultures the sun is, is, is taken as a, as, a, as a symbol for love. And in certain, uh, some somewhat, uh, well, some cultures, they consider the sun to be a being. And in order for a being to become the sun, that must live a life of, of, of like, uh, incredible generosity. So, at the end, when you're looking at this phenomena, this cup, at the very end, the last thing you discover is love allows this cup to be. Wait a minute, what did I just say? I'm starting to sound... Love allows this cup to be. A lot of stuff is coming in my head now. Do you know, I don't know if other implications are, are, are you know, cascading in your mind right now. Mm-hmm. Love allows a phenomena to be. Could you say that? I mean, it's the, the, the process of love, the way we, the way we understand love. Right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to, it's hard to fit our understanding of love into a process that ends in a cup, but the process that ends in love isn't different from the process that ends in the cup, it's, right? Mm-hmm. The process that results in love, right, would be a, the same, has to be the same kind of process that results in a cup. But to say the process that results in a cup is love, um, there are implications there. What are the implications? The implication is intention. Intention? Yeah. Uh, continue. Well, if there is no, if the, if a cup can exist, a cup does exist through intention in the sense that people make the, make the cup. Mm-hmm. But the intention when they're making the cup is to it, it may be manifold. There's many different intentions, right? One of them might be to get paid, to mm-hmm. to because they enjoy making a cup, mm-hmm. um, because they want someone else to be able to have a cup. I mean, that might be an intention as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, they just turned a machine on and the machine is making a cup. Mm-hmm. You know. So on the other hand, the intention required for love to exist is a specific intention towards towards a sentient being. Actually, I was. Uh, the 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 human element was completely out of my mind. 
Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know, and I'm trying to understand how things that are not cup coming together to become cup is akin, is, is um, analogous to love, although I, the process of things coming together to be, become love isn't different, mm -hmm. as I see it. It's oh. not different, but it's not the same, right? Go ahead, come. That's beautiful. What <laughs> you just did, what you just said, it makes sense. Mm. And I think about the implication, da, 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 da. it doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> the big picture, in the big picture, that is why we are all here. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's in the cup. In the cup. And, uh, the only thing is that the mental afflictions, right? Yeah. They confuse the cup and they make the cup into something else, right? Mm hmm. That is not. Yeah. So, then, like, unless we overcome uh, that, we can't. We can't. Well, that helped me see a little bit. To bring in the human element in it. Uh, the way I would bring it in there is to think about how maybe animals also, or maybe just sentient beings, but we don't, we don't know really about the other ones. Maybe, some, some, maybe animals, maybe because we have pets. But as far as we know, as humans, as far as humans, as far as we know about humans, we are desperate for love. And everything we do is a way of somehow trying to get to it. So the implication of this is stop trying, just it's already there. The very reason that you exist is because of this principle of love. Mm -hmm. And it's not like Love in a sense of a, a being, a sentient, is throwing love at you. You can consider it you know, as if you know, love is the very material stuff that existence is made out of. The, the, the very real... The stuff, does, that stuff does, it doesn't hold anything back because it just acts, in a certain sense, it acts selflessly. Like the sun, it gives of itself and yeah. forms something else. Yeah. It creates something else. For that one, I would say because uh, of this underlying principle, then the, then the sun can, can behave the way it does. It's not that mm. necessarily the sun sees up something and then taps mm. into it. Mm. It is that very thing that you cannot get away from. Mm. You cannot get away from nature, from your nature. No, that's what nature is, what you are and what you cannot, mm. what you are and are and nothing else but that. Yeah, but most Because when you see him, you feel so much love in him. Mm. But that feeling is going away when you grow up and you never. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that, I think it ca- ties in with what you were saying earlier. It's there's this distortion. Mm-hmm. We don't see that what we are looking for is actually already there. It's already there, but we, we just forget. It's just like we are distorted. We we keep we look we are we are we are still looking for it though. It's even like though even though when we are acting to harm others, we are looking for love. We are when we are harming others, we are looking for love. So it is. We are still looking for it. It's like uh, it is our nature, and somehow we are blinded to it. And we, we, we it's like a it doesn't doesn't sound good. I'm not going chicken lost its head and looking around for it, but <laughs> doesn't fit. <It's laughs> but it is somewhere deep within us. We are looking for this stuff. We are looking. We want to be loved. And then we are driven by it, but because we are blind to what it is, where it is, then we 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 end up doing things which are, you know, not of the, of our nature. We we are harming others. We are uh, we are we are looking to extract things when rather than bring things together. We think we should. Ex- uh, uh, we are looking for isolates when there exists no such thing. The very nature of love, the very nature, the. the the very nature of phenomena points to interdependence. I mean, this is a miracle. This thing called this anything that exists is a miracle. It's a mystery. It's a pure mystery, and the and the only mystery that explains it is mushy love. A bunch of things that are not cup, and they, they are not cup. And the only way for this phenomena cup to exist is that they have to give up of themselves. And then, that, that is, you know, uh, the material stop being just material. It gives itself away. It gives it gives its identity away, so that cup can be have the identity of cup. You could say material loves. I don't know. <laughs> No, that's not, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> that's going to bring that uh, intention in my confused things. Can't you just say the, the natural play of interdependence, the natural play of dependent origination, mm-hmm. you know, is is not different than you know the the natural play of human elements, which can come together to which 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 we're able to arrange, which is the mm-hmm. same miracle. We're mm-hmm. arranging it. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do, you still are ascribing love, right? Love is a word. Yeah, uh-huh. it's an English word in this case. And mm-hmm. It's a word that's made up, uh-huh. and it's made up to describe something. Mm-hmm. And no matter what we talk about, it's still ascribed to something, and it's mm-hmm. ascribed by deluded minds to something. So mm-hmm. Buddha, you know, seeing the natural interplay of things, that's that's just the way it is, right? And yeah, it would be. That's re- exactly. He would be re- resting in that natural play, and, mm-hmm. and Milarepa when he, uh-huh. when he's you know his poems, he's resting in that natural dependent origination, the, in mm. the play of all the elements in dependent mm. origination. And mm. the Dzogchen masters, you know, when they talk about it, they're mm. resting in that. They're not they're not meditating about it, they're just resting they're in just it. They're just resting it. And, it. and you could say they're resting in love, and it, exactly. it, it makes sense. They're resting it in love. It makes sense. They're resting in love. The, the problem we have is the word. You know, it's, it's, in, a, it's in a scripture. Uh, and we it's, we it's have... It's loaded. Uh, yeah. The word is loaded. We, 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 we loaded with selfish things. We loaded with... I mean, just... Uh, think about love in the it's the purest way you can think about it. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. We're not talking about 
the 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 kind of love that that describe more like uh, selfish and and things like that, and 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 you can see how all uh, selfishness, even though it's a phenomenon that we observe that we experience, it's not the nature of the universe. If the material of this cup was selfish, there would not be a cup. If shape was selfish, there would not be a cup. It's because these things are not selfish. It's that it's not their nature to be selfish. That's why they can be a cup. It's because all the different cells in your body are not selfish. Well, <laughs> it depends on who you ask. But <laughs> right? That's why they can be this person. All those different parts of you. If their nature was truly selfish to just be on their own, I mean, you could. Be, what happens? I mean, I mean, what happens when, when this phenomenon occurs, when cells become selfish in the body? Cancer. You get disease. You get something that's abnormal to nature. And what is this abnormality? It's being anti-love. And I, I knew I was going to have a little problem with this because it took me a long time to really get to it. Eh? A quick question? Yeah, I just have a quick question. Mm. Like, what do we, what do, do we do now? What do we do now? <laughs> we know that, like, sorry. But, uh, like, what, I'm, I mean, it's great. Mm. Like, it's awesome. It's a mm. miracle. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Broadway, he shows, and mm. all this stuff like mm. that. But, like, how do we live, like, a nice life that's not, like, crazy? It's just, it's, um, yeah. So One way is to, now? we don't have to go out of our way to find that what we are in, what we are, uh, in, you can say intrinsically looking for that is making us dysfunctional. Oh. We don't have to be worried about whether it exists or not. We don't have to have that worry going. Uh, uh, we don't have to carry that that worry. <sighs> Relax. The love you're looking for is your nature. And and by your nature is you cannot lose it. You cannot you cannot get away from it. It is your nature. And when you know it is your nature, when you really understand it and you understand that nature to be love, giving, then you cannot find any one thing that exists outside of that. You cannot really, you can never pinpoint to something and say ultimately that thing is this thing. It's everything. Ooh. It's actually And the mental discipline is because we, we've, 
and it's the very reason of love the very reason of love we can experience suffering I know that doesn't make sense yes it is it makes sense? <laughs> good I'm happy <laughs> yeah yeah it's because of the very reason of love there, there is suffering because love allows you to be free if you don't want to if you don't want to be in bliss all the time you have the freedom to experience pain and then everything that you need to so you can experience pain they will come together give themselves uh, or give give the identity away offer themselves so you can experience pain Isn't that It's hard to control that. Huh? It's hard to control that. Because, like, our, our mind is out of control a lot. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know about others, but in my mind, and I have to control it. Be like, no, come back here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, eventually it will go away, and I'll just be. Yeah, like eventually. That, and yeah. the love and the phenomenon and mm-hmm. all that, and mm-hmm. great the very hard work that you have to go through to bring the mind back, bring the mind back, yeah. bring the mind back, that should, give you encu- that should encourage you. Once you set the mind in a particular direction, the mind will naturally continue in that direction. And the same way that it's taking you a lot of work to bring it to another direction. So you can imagine if you set the mind towards bliss, so you have to do work to take it away from you know the the mind didn't say oh let's let's oh there's suffering over there let me go ex- let me go experience it. The mind thought there was bliss there and the mind went towards it but the mind was stupid. Okay, but because of the power of the mind, the very the very the very reason that a mind that does not want to suffer still experiences suffering points to the power of the mind, the incredible potency of the mind, that it can experience something that even it doesn't want to experience. So when, when, you, when, you, when you go through that, you're looking at the power of your mind to bring things into reality. So if you direct the mind towards bliss, then the mind will be in the direction of bliss, and then it, just as difficult it was to bring your mind away from suffering, it will be just as difficult to bring the mind away from, 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 the, from the direction of bliss. There will be a point in time where the mind will just, just be going there and if you try to take it away it will be just as difficult, if not more difficult. Yeah. Alright, so now I, I hope <laughs> that we were able to have uh, we were doing wisdom meditation by the way all that talk, talk of love was meditation on wisdom meditation so now we are going to do I remember I said we were going to do uh, I was going to harness your uh, meditation power okay what needs healing right now on, on in our little world the Gulf of Mexico the Gulf of Mexico <laughs> <laughs> okay mm.
Alright, let's go heal the cough in Mexico. Wait a minute, uh, you had your hand up, right? Me? Yeah. No? Uh, um, that was my mom. <laughs> no, um, I think I wasn't sure if I was following what he was saying, but he was talking about that there was different, there's a different process and many different things going on when you're making the cup because somebody can selfishly make it, somebody, but we already touched upon it, just the same thing with love, it's really empty of anything because you can have many different variations of love mm -hmm. and it all comes, boils down to the same thing with love, making it independent, we got there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, in the preliminaries, I left you with. Now you were you you were nice. You were in a nice uh, 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 calm state, body and mind and breath. So you're gonna try to go back to that, and you're gonna and I left you with your uh, focusing on your determination. So you so determination to benefit all beings. So you're gonna do this time. The benefit the determination is gonna be very specific. How are we going to benefit all beings? We're going to focus on the Gulf problem. Okay. What is there? What is the suffering that is there? And what happiness would we? Wh and what would? How, how would it be if it was cured? Okay. So these are two things that we're going to be focusing on. How it is right now, and ju just looking at it and let compassion stir in your mind. Okay, all those who are affected, the, the the fish in the ocean, animals, the the human beings, everyone who's affected, the companies, the employees, you know, all those kinds of things, the earth, and then let com let compassion swell in your heart for them. Okay, and then think about how wonderful it would be if all this problem were to go away, and then see the gulf perfectly healed. Okay, and now. How are we going to do this? So we summon the very nature of existence, the universe. We summon love to manifest in a form while we are focusing on, on the, in the space in front of you. Okay. We could say another way of saying that, invite all the enlightened beings. This time perfectly embodying love. And when you feel the presence, then we're going to continue with the, with the rest of the preliminaries. And once, the, once that all the enlightened beings become one with your mind, you yourself become a perfect embodiment of love. And you shine like the sun. And you, we are going to hover over the, the, the gulf. We're going to shine rays of love and compassion on all those who are affected, on the ocean, on the animals, on the fish, and everything. And we are going to remove their suffering. And you can even, you can even imagine the, the, the oil itself that is uh, gushing out. Think of it as, this is not just oil gushing out, this is the result of all the problems that we have. Okay. It's manifesting as that. And we are going to uh, transform it. Instead of being oil gushing out and causing problems, it's going to be it's, uh, everything that everybody wants to be happy. Okay? It's gonna, and, then we, we, and at the end of it, I want you to 
be blissed out, looking at the looking at the golf, completely clean. All the animals very happy, you know, cheering you. Yeah, we clean. Okay. <laughs> All right. But first, before we do this, don't think that we are going to do some sort of uh, uh, imagery exercise. Looking at the looking at the looking at the, looking at the 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 situation, it needs an actual solution and to the point where you feel like going over there and then you know, taking a spoon and then you know and taking the oil out yourself mm. and you say and then you, you come up with a conclusion I'm gonna do this meditation and it's actually gonna this is this is the solution for it <coughs> okay so this is it this is how the, the gulf is gonna be cured and you know, the news I'm the news is gonna be we, uh, you know they're gonna be asking how did they get you know, clean and they're going to investigate and find out that it was you guys who did it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, get ready. <laughs> Remember, a bunch of things that are not cup came together for it to be cup. You're not a clean golf, right? But if you give up yourself there can be this phenomenon called a clean gulf. Okay. So we're not upsetting the nature of the universe. We're actually using it. <laughs> All right. Ready? So as clearly as you can, try to recall that tranquil state that you experienced earlier. And as soon as you have a taste of it, bring your attention to your heart center and observe five cycles of breath. Breathing out, just know you're breathing out. Breathing in, just know you're breathing in. Stay mindful of the sense of tranquility. attention to the space in front of you, at the level of your eyebrows, about a prostration's distance. Again, summon your determination.
let your whole being be ready for whatever measure you have to take to bring this resolution in hand to bring this resolution in place space summon all those who have become perfect embodiments of love, perfect embodiments of wisdom. And feel yourself in their presence in their bright presence. see them as a vast ocean of beings, bright beings, or you can see them all converge into one being. And if we want to have one common image, disk like the sun. And its only intention is the benefit of others, the happiness of others. that you are indeed in such a presence. No matter how slight that measure of conviction may be, hold on to it and show your reverence. The actual means to cure the gulf problems right in front of you. Show your reverence, prostrate.
entrust yourself invest all your hopes your faith aspiring to right now and how important it is for us we make offerings to show gratitude for the actual means of accomplishing it is in front of us clear whatever obstacles we may have within our being. We admit our faults, the actions committed under the influence. Anything that we did unknowingly against the principle of love. Whether we harm another or either we harmed our own selves. We admit it. And it's due to the habits of delusions. Again, take refuge in trusting ourselves, placing ourselves under the protection of the perfect embodiment of love and wisdom. some measure of strength from having entrusted ourselves we make a promise to restrain in the future according to our capacity
to help heal ourselves and others. We are now going to do meditation on healing the gulf. that in the mind through rejoicing. Take great joy for whatever measure of goodness, whatever action that was committed by any being, motivated by any measure of love. Take great joy in that. Rejoice for those actions that you've done that were in some way motivated by pure love even if it lasted just a second take great joy for those who have completely transformed their being to become perfect embodiments of love those beings affected look at the conditions swimming in a 
ocean one day and the very environment becomes poisonous and there's nowhere else to go. started out looking for happiness but since those actions were committed under the delusion we got pain instead is creating further afflictions in the minds of others, looking for someone to be angry with, only making things worse. compassion reach out to them embrace, turn your attention to all the enlightenments, all the perfectly, all perfect embodiments of love in front of you. And ask them for their help. Come. Demonstrate the power of love. 
so beings will no longer have doubts. Come into their lives, show them how to truly be happy. How to truly remove pain and suffering. for someone else to come and do anything, do something. Your compassion compels you to do something now. So if you were closer, to take it upon yourself to do something. So you muster the courage like that little bird in the Jataka tail who extinguished a fire in an entire forest by the very power of his love. you're that little bird, by the power of your love, you're going to put an end to this problem. So dedicate the merit you've gained so far to empower you to become successful in this meditation. And ask your teacher, the embodiment of all enlightened beings, to come to the crown of your head. Feel that bright presence above your head. Feel your whole being bathing in nectar emanating from your teacher. And make strong wishes for this meditation to succeed. Beg for blessings. May your habit of selfish interest at least be subdued and go to sleep for this moment. May the full power of love manifest through you. May whatever hesitations you have, fears you have about expressing love, may they vanish. May you feel, taste, right here, right now, the power of love, the might of love. teacher 
asked me to be able to take on all this problem to myself. Bless me. So whatever happiness I have, may I be able to give it all to them. your heart full of compassion and love. Completely willing to exchange yourself for those who are suffering. Wish to become inseparable with that bright presence above your head. through your heart, through your central channel. It meets your very identity, or your power of identity, your mind, at your heart center. And your whole being transformed into pure, shining love. the gulf, touches everyone who is affected, the birds, the fish, the animals, the people, and the light rays become like straws and they suck up the oil. 
you're not just sucking up oil, you're sucking up the suffering that they're going through. surface of the ocean. And place the double Vajra. In that hole. And plug it. those whose livelihoods have been disrupted. You're not cleaning away oil. You're removing their suffering, their delusions, greed, all, all things that goes against the nature of the universe. to them, gives them happiness and whatever will make them happy. And understanding how true happiness is gained, our suffering is truly removed, how anger doesn't bring any benefit, cooperation and love is the rule of the universe.
this image is perfectly clean golf. Everyone enjoying it. And people having, beings having the true causes of happiness in their minds and hearts. Anything that can validate for you in your own world that it is cleaned. See yourself having conversations with friends about how wonderful it is that the gulf is clean. space brought on by this meditation and dwell in it.
attention back to your breath. You have to let it go as if you didn't do anything. Okay. That is, don't, what to say, there's a bunch of energy and then you poking at it, you know, and removing the energy. Oh, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> <laughs> don't, uh, we have this big, beautiful ball of energy that we... Don't disturb it. Don't, don't disturb it, you know, just stop going back and say, is it working? And you know, turning on the news, is it working? Uh-uh. That's like leaking, making, leak, poking holes in it and leaking the energy. Okay? And... Don't that put it in o- opening the oven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that? Opening the oven? <laughs> okay. Okay, just now we did what we're supposed to do. Now let's do something else. Let's go to Mars. <laughs> okay. All right. Ah, question. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, just a question about the conversation we had earlier. Uh huh. You know, when you describe love as and love is supposed to be like open, uh-huh. we kind of become vulnerable, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's openness. And then you said that with love, there's suffering, right? Is that what it is? Uh, no, not that where. Not that. Not that. Uh, when you love, you suffer. Uh-huh. I mean, it happens, but. <laughs> That's not what I was trying to point to. Uh-huh. Uh, what I was trying to point to is that uh, the what allows suffering to be, believe it or not, is the very nature of love. Mm-hmm. That uh, love gives freedom, uh, allows freedom for whatever phenomena to wish, whatever, whatever phenomena that where all the conditions are there for it to be, it will allow love will allow it to be. Even though, if, if it, even though it's suffering, okay. love make all things possible, even suffering. So I'm wondering how do you deal with that? Suffering? Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, for for one thing, uh, if you really examine love and really come to we really come to conclude that love is a might is a, a, a and I'm trying to think of a more much more stronger word than just power okay even more powerful than power if you really are convinced about that and you're always trying to align yourself with that always feel the safety that you are surrounded by power and you can even say that that power allows you sorry to feel pain <laughs> And when you're willing to feel pain from within that, you're really expressing the infinity of love, the infinite expressions of love. (laughs) 
make sense? Yeah, I guess you understand more than what I'm saying. Right? What did I just say? Maybe <laughs> 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 it's a. Uh, oh, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Bad joke. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> to somewhat quote by Molly, <laughs> just love mm-hmm. and everything will be alright. Thank <laughs> you.